For day number one, and for do better thing, and for day on top, and be better person. Now the choice where all young person for me, and this life skills program where the Ministry of Basic and Senior Secondary School Education join and with UNFPA Salon and Irish Aid, they bring come to we go help we make them right choice. Where we need for make we get we well body. Life skills for make we be better somebody. That now we life skills and for make we do the right thing, thing. For we better want to This is the Teaching Service Commission Radio Teaching Program, in collaboration with Ministry of Basic and Senior Secondary Education, known for my Education Directorate. My name na Amara Smiler. Me na one of our radio teachers for life skills. We lesson today na on life skills for picking away the go school and the one that self-way not the go school, especially boy picking and girl picking them, aged 14 to 19 years. Life skills lesson go come to Una every Monday to Friday from 7.30 to 8 p.m. Una welcome to this broadcast. Una don't ready with Una pen and book. Una know we often not get these materials. Life skills now about developing your skills and abilities for cope with the challenges that we they face in your everyday life. Then skill they have will help you as an adolescent for grow up or become a confident and empowered adult where will contribute to national development na Mama Saloon. Inside this lesson today, I get me party them where they don't join we when a clever people that will get sense when 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 where they don't join me for let we take part inside this presentation here. And this me party there, we get adolescents and co-presenters them. Where they therefore can't take part inside the debate for talk about this topic here, what would they come up with inside the segment today? I will go over to you two for join the letter and introduce themselves. Fine, fine, one let all my read and name them. Una kushen kabo inside the program. Fambu Leonardo. Na mi name Kadi Amara, mi na the co-presenter for today's program. Una kushe, mi na mi name Ajaratu S. Bangura, una adolescent for today in program. Una plenty, plenty, thank you for una joining me inside the program today for let we work much inside this sweet, sweet topic here so where people they can learn from. Today, we lesson get for focus on land book. Now for all picking, in August segregation, now for all picking land book. You go Guess why we choose this topic? The Ministry of Basic and Senior Secondary Education be announced say they go continue for strengthening the free quality education. That's why picking enough for pay school fees at all. They go continue for making it's not stronger one. And same so they go reach out to picking them any size so far than they and picking them where they not ever go to school before. Same way so, the one that suffered they don't drop out of school, they do not get chance for go to school at all. They all they invite them for letting them can join the school system, let them learn book. You can also do your part for help the Pekin SSF, let them able to continue for learn. Now your community, you go join schools them as well. Now your community learning centers there as well. For let yourself learn and then community learning centers there as well. No matter your background or situation, you could go learn at the school and day. 
But inside this lesson here today, we're get for learn plenty, plenty thing them. After this lesson, we're go able to define what it mean by the term radical inclusion. That be big term way government use. Two, you go ex able to explain why they can ban because they don't get belle. Yeah, because they don't get belle where they can go to school. Why they can ban them for let not attend school effective one. Three, you go able to describe the ways that how you go able to support your schoolmates for continue in education in land book one. I know say so now all are ready now now the fee and key and key for enjoy this lesson. But first, let we can sing song for let we fresh the brain the let become active and ready for take part inside this lesson here. But first we go start with an energizer. This we call and dance and freeze. Okay. Now, una tina Listen to the words and enjoy the clapping and singing along, yeah? We can sing one song when I for dance and freeze. So say dance. You for dance. Oh say freeze. You for freeze. Ready? Talented singing and clapping, we are done ready for listen to the rest of the lesson. We are all will sit down now while we listen to the entire lesson. Segment one. What is a radical inclusion inside education? Today, we can talk about radical inclusion inside education or book learning one. Let we spell the root word for inclusion. When I include capital I N C L U D E, include. Again, capital I N C L U D E, include. 
You know the term radical inclusion? What do it mean? Let we broke down it let we broke this word into two words radical and inclusion radical mean far reaching or total inclusion means for include you in a group or structure so radical inclusion inside education or book learning means say for include all the picking there inside the school system. Good. Well done. You don't ever hear about this term before? Inside April this year, the Minister for Basic and Senior Secondary Education, when a Dr. David Moenina Senge, Announce the ministry go start a radically inclusive approach na schools then and community learning centers. This means say from that moment schools and community learning centers go put stop to discrimination where Boku picking them and adolescents the experience where they can try for access education. This means say uh, education now for all the picking them. Let we all talk and back. Education, education for all the picking Finally this time we for talk and loud. Boku of Wino say one of the group where they can block for complete their school na teenage girls when a mama then for many years any teenage girl we get belly then can drive them from school and after the Ebola epidemic then they stop them make them not sit to the public exams like Becker and was. Some people then be unfairly blame then girl picking them. Where be gets belly and think say they not for continue for the na class with the other school picking them. However, but cool people then they were being protest against this unfairness. Then point out for say, then they broke the girls their human rights to education. But who other groups of picking then they were include inside the radical inclusion approach to education. This now one. Picking the way they live with physical and learning disabilities. Two, picking the way they live na the rural and hard to reach areas na the na the country. Three, picking them from very poor families. 
Let's finish this segment with a little chant. Education is for children with disabilities. Education is for young mothers. Education is for children in rural areas. Education is for children living in poverty. Education is for every child. Even though we get corona at the country, you can still go hospital if you get belay or for go join family planning or even for go find family planning advice. Now for wait till you ready for get your young family before you get your first belay. And for make you not get belay right now, now for join family planning and are free now all government hospital. Now UNFPS alone, join in with the Ministry for Well Body Business, bring this message can to Una. Segment 2 Young Mothers Have Dreams In this segment, we will discuss some of the challenges girls face when they are excluded from school due to teenage pregnancy. Reducing teenage pregnancy is very important. We have talked before about why it is best for adolescents to delay sex or use prevention to avoid early pregnancy or infections. However, we know that some girls do get pregnant and we should not judge them harshly. We will now tell you a true story about a girl who got pregnant at 15. She did not give up on herself and her dreams. She went back to school. She wants to help others. Let us listen carefully to our adolescent Ajara. Awa is a determined 19-year-old woman from Kenema district. But her journey through education was not easy. Hawa lost her father when she was just 12 years old and had to rely on her mother's small income from farming work. In 2015, at the height of the Ebola crisis, like many of her peers, Hawa fell pregnant. Hawa was fortunate to have a very supportive mother who ensured she accessed antenatal care services due, during a pregnancy and delivered a beautiful baby girl Fatima and delivered a beautiful baby girl Fatmata in a local hospital. My mother encouraged me. She said, this is not the end of my life. I am not the only person that has gone through this situation, explained our while she was pregnant, she was banned from attending formal education at the junior secondary school in her chiefdom. But with her mother's support, Awa attended the community learning center, which provided some education and services for pregnant girls who were banned from attending school. Awa said, this opportunity really helped her. I didn't want to stay at home 
and not learn anything. When I went to the center, I learned a lot. So, when I went back to school, it was easier for me to continue my education. In 2018, I was selected to become a mentor to younger girls in our community. Our coordinator, Mr. Kamala, commended her. Awa is a good example for every other girl in the community. She fell pregnant and left school for a year, but she returned to continue her education, and this determination shows other girls that she can always continue your education. Awa said, as a young mother, that she feels she's, good, she's a good role model to young people in her community. I want to go and talk to my friends and tell them that if they have an aim, they can go back to school and get educated. I also advise them about family planning. Speaking of our future, Awa said, I want to be educated so I can take care of my mother in her old age and my child. Awa has completed a beke and is now studying for Awas. She has already set her personal goals in life and aspires to becoming a nurse in the future. What do you think about Hawa's story? She is a hard-working, determined Sierra Leone young woman. It's young women like Hawa who don't give up, who will make this country strong. Let us give Hawa a big round of applause. Let us reflect on some questions to see what we learned from the story with our adolescent in the studio. Yes, Ajara, does exclusion from school reduce teenage pregnancy? Does it help the girl? No, it does not. It only makes the girl feel depressed and ashamed and can stop them from pursuing their dreams. Hawa set an example by not giving up on her dreams. But if the ban had not been in place, would her choices have been a little easier? Yes. Hawa mentioned that um, she had a, a supportive mother and access to community learning center nearby. But not every pregnant girl has these supports available. Hawa clearly showed that she wanted to continue education and if it were not for the ban, she could have continued her schooling normally. How would you describe Hawa? Do you think she is a leader? Yes, she's definitely a leader. Why is Hawa a leader? Well, she's a leader because she did not allow anybody or anything to be a barrier for believing in herself and her ambitions for her life. She, she is also a role model for younger girls in her community as a mentor. Thank you, Ajara, for those brilliant answers. I am sure our listeners at home will agree that Banning pregnant girls from school did not benefit our country.
nobody not get right for force you for do mommy and daddy business or ask you for go down with him because he won't give you money. By force mommy and daddy business, na big crime na salon where papa government not the joke with. And all man get right for say no to mommy and daddy business. If person force you for do mommy and daddy business, do ya, no set mouth. Now for tell who that you believe and go report na the family support unit na any police station or call 116 for help or go na hospital. Na UNFPS salon, join on with the Ministry for Gender and Children Affairs, UNICEF and UN Women na then bring this message come to una. Segment 3 Stand with pregnant girls Okay, well done everyone for reaching segment 3. We are going to talk about how you can stand up for pregnant girls in your community. We have our mentor, Sisi Aminata in the studio with us today to talk about the topic of pregnant girls in school. Once again, Sisi Aminata has received your messages from across the country asking her for advice on how adolescents can respond to difficult situations that come with growing up. Sisi Aminata, on to you. Thank you. My letter for today is from Nafi in Moyamba. Let's listen from our adolescent Ajara. Dear Sisi, my name is Nafi. I am 13 years old and in JSS1. There is a girl in my compound called Aminata. She is 14 years. She has been in the air above me and she helps me with my schoolwork especially maths. We normally talk when we collect water or wash clothes. Two months ago, I found out that Aminata was pregnant. Her belly started getting bigger and when I asked her, she broke down in tears. She said she didn't want to go back to school because the kids in her class were making nasty jokes about her and even some of the teachers had given her insults. She said that the boy who impregnated her didn't face any of the bullying. I asked if she had spoken to her parents about her worries and she said she had not. They told her to continue coming to school now that the ministry is allowing pregnant girls to attend school. But she does not know if she'll be able to bear with the other kids being so mean to her. I feel so bad for her. What should I do, Sisi Aminata? Dear Nafi, thank you so much for writing to me. This indeed is a very difficult situation. Even though the radical inclusion policy allows girls to continue their schooling, there are still some people, both children and adults, including teachers, who continue to be unkind to pregnant girls and teenage mothers. My young friends at home, do you think it is right to bully your schoolmates or classmates? Boys, do you think 
You have a right to harass or provoke a girl? Girls, do you think it is natural to gossip about or bully a girl? Well, I am telling you, it is never right to bully your schoolmates. Never! Nothing gives you the right to make somebody feel scared, sad, or depressed because they have had a different life experience to you. We all have the same rights to education. No matter whether you are a teenage mother or not. So, I will ask you all another question. Let me get some help from our adolescent here in the studio. What can you and your friends do to help prevent Aminata from being bullied and discriminated against? Do you have any ideas, Ajara? Yes, I have lots of ideas that can support Aminata and other girls to feel included in school. Like, one, you can let her know that you are a friend and you will have her back and will defend her if anyone continues to bully her. Two, you can even ask or speak to the school's principal or guardians and counseling teacher to inform them of the behavior of the bullies in, our, in your school or complain about the teachers. Three, you can talk to your classmates to let them know that bullying is wrong and let them know that you will report anyone who is mean to Aminata. Four, you can also teach your friends about what is radical inclusion and that every child in Sierra Leone has the right to education. Five, you can even offer, you know, to help with her studies after school, to help her keep up with notes if she misses class due to her pregnancy. Six, you can point her in the direction of the, of the guardian's counselor who can give her emotional and practice advice and support. Wow, thanks so much, Ajara, for those wonderful suggestions. Nafi, I hope you found those suggestions helpful. Make an effort to be there for Aminata. Maybe the two of you can become good friends. Now is the time when she will need a good friend most of all. Thanks, Sissy Aminata. So as you can hear, listeners, teenagers can show leadership and courage to stand with girls who are pregnant and young mothers. They don't have to do it alone. Radical inclusion will only become reality when students show solidarity with their peers. This topic might have brought up some uncomfortable memories for some of our listeners. If you feel uncomfortable about any of the issues discussed, please do not stay silent. Reach out to a trusted adult and talk to them.
Let's perform the love clap for all the children and adolescents in our country who have been excluded from school for any reason. Let's show them some love as we welcome them back to school with open arms. I can't teach you now for a little love clap. Are you ready? Yes! Clap two times. Join both hands together as in prayer. Put them on the left side of the face. Clap two times. Join both hands together as in prayer. Put them on the right side of the face. Clap two times. Cross your hands over your heart. Blood skin kisses out. Okay, make you do a bag. Clap two times. Join both hands together as in prayer. Put them on the left side of the face. Clap two times. Join both hands together as in prayer. Put them on the right side of the face. Clap two times. Cross your hands over your heart. Blood skin kisses out. For today's question and answer segment, we have invited Dr. Yata Kanu from the Ministry of Basic and Senior Secondary Education to talk to us about the radical inclusion in education. Welcome. Thanks for coming today. Can you introduce yourself to our listeners? Okay, my name is Professor. Yata Kano, and I am the Chief Education Officer in the Ministry of Basic and Senior Secondary Education in Sierra Leone. Okay, thank you. Welcome once again. Mm -hmm. Now, why did the Ministry of Basic and Senior Secondary Education decide it was important to announce the radical approach to education? Well, radical inclusion actually means that we include people who have been traditionally excluded from the education system or who have been marginalized in the education system. Um, we're talking about people with disabilities, particular kinds of disabilities, and uh, the way in which they have been excluded or marginalized is you go to schools, you don't even find any ramps, you know? There is no opportunity for them to maneuver wheelchairs. You go to the girls' bathroom or, or even the, 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 the uh, male people's bath bathrooms, you will not see toilets that are disability uh, friendly. And then you have people who live in far off rural areas, you know, and they are having it uh, difficult, finding it difficult to get access to things like transportation, to school, and uh, sometimes they don't even have uh, two or three square meals a day because the school feeding program is not there at all. And then finally, you have uh, we have a, 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 a law or a regulation in Sierra Leone that said when 
you are going to school and you become pregnant, you cannot continue to go to school, you cannot take any exams at all. Yeah. So those are just three examples of people that we wanted to focus on by introducing and implementing radical inclusion in schools. Okay. So those who have been uh, discriminated against because of our own moral values, we don't think that they are important in our society, those are the people that we want to include. So that's okay. why we introduce radical inclusion. Okay, thank you very much. Now, do all schools really know that the government's policy has changed to, uh, to the effect that pregnant girls as well as young mothers can go to school or take their exams? My response to that is that if they don't know, they should know. Because we did inform uh, the people that represent the ministry. And those are our district education officers um, everywhere. We, we work along with uh, organizations like the CPSS, which is the Conference of School Principals for Secondary Schools, NACOT, which is the organization that is in charge of primary schools. It was all over the radio, it was all over the air. If you call yourself a responsible educator, your business is to keep yourself informed. And one way of keeping yourself informed is by listening to the news, you know, it's not like we are going to be able to visit every teacher to inform them. All we can do is to uh, inform their organization, such as the Australian Teachers Union, and we did that. Okay, thank you. So what should our listeners at home do if they see a teacher bullying or refusing to teach a pregnant girl or young mother? Well, I, I mean, if you, if you see something like that that is happening, mm -hmm. I think uh, what you should do is to call the ministry. Okay. Or, um, I mean, I'm not asking you to go and approach a principal or a school teacher that is, uh, uh, exactly. uh, yes, I mean, misbehaving mm -hmm. or trying to, to discriminate against somebody, but there are authorities, authorities that you can call. So call one of those authorities and then they uh, can make us aware. And then we will find the teacher and the school. If they are not informed, about the, the new policy in the country, then we will have to educate them about that. Okay. So that's what I expect. Yes, thanks very much. Now, some people say that change doesn't happen overnight. What more can young people in the schools do to be part of the change towards a more inclusive education for everyone? Well, I think the first thing they, they should do really is to inform themselves. Okay. To inform themselves about what are their rights, you know, as uh, children in this country. I mean, this is all rooted in the uh, uh, United Nations uh, uh, rights, uh, human rights, you know. So all of these, these uh, regulations are not just coming from thin air, you know. They are rooted in global trends, global occurrences that are going on now. And one of those occurrences, although it's not new, is the uh, human rights, you know. We are talking here about social justice issues where the same amount of uh, uh, equality uh, that, that is given to male students, you know, are also, uh, is also given to the uh, female, female students. students. So if you know your rights, first of all, then you know that uh, there is a policy in this country that should not be discriminating against you you know, as a young person. So first of all, know your rights. And then uh, the second thing is that we are trying 
as much as possible because I am in charge of curriculum in this country and fortunately I'm a curriculum specialist by training so what I have done is to make sure that all of this is part of the school curriculum so we inform them as much as possible and it is their responsibility to follow up on the teachings and inform themselves about uh, uh, the rights that they have in this country. Okay. That's how they can contribute. Okay. Thank you very much, Dr. Yata. But one last question. What should be done if it is the parents themselves who wants to prevent their pregnant girls or young mothers from going to school? What should be done about that? I think that the reason why, why, why they may be doing that, there could be two reasons for that. Yeah. Either because of traditional or cultural attitudes, you know, and uh, that will prevent them from sending the, the children to school because I mean well, in my day when I was going to school if you became pregnant that was a shameful thing yeah. and that was the end of your education you know but that is no longer the case I really would expect parents to stand up for the rights of their children because I mean like most of these girls I, I, they are either taken advantage of raped because they are underage they cannot give consent at all so if, if they if they become pregnant, uh, somebody impregnated them. Mm -hmm. Maybe it is another uh, uh, a school child that has impregnated them. The male is allowed to go to school. The female is asked to drop out, you see. So if you are a parent and you see that happening, you should start asking yourself, where is the equality here? Yeah. You know, two people come together, they make a child or they become pregnant and then one continues his education, yes, and then the other one is victimized. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I am urging all parents to keep themselves informed again, you know, and to become activists. We cannot do this alone. You know, we are not going to succeed if parents are going to sit back yeah. and accept the status quo, you know. So let us all come together, all hands on deck. For us to be able to uh, implement this so uh, parental education is also very important we are doing this information for non-formal education yeah. that is one way in which parents can inform themselves you know to know that the law is no longer requiring girls to stay home because they are pregnant so thanks very much for joining us today mm -hmm. and for explaining the radical inclusion policy to our listeners okay Thank you're welcome Thank you for joining us today and explaining the radical inclusion policy to our listeners. We now move on to a recap of today's lesson. Thanks for joining us today on our important lesson on education is for every child. Today, you have learned one to, ex to define what is meant by the term radical inclusion in education. Two, explain why banning pregnant girls from school is not effective. Three, describe ways to support pregnant schoolmates to continue their education. Your assignment on the topic is to tell three people in your community that Every child has the right to education and that you are an advocate for radical inclusion. You can listen to the next program from 7.30 to 8 p.m. throughout the week from Monday to Fridays. This program was brought to you by the Teaching Service Commission Radio Teaching Program in collaboration with Ministry of Basic and Senior Secondary Education, non-formal education directorate. 
with support from UNFPA and Irish Aid. I've been your presenter, Amara Smiler. Thanks for listening. For we better want to Mara. And that now we life skip. But once life day, me not somebody. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Can me say I'm not a ghost school today, no way. But still me not somebody. Yeah, yeah. I keep a small person we don't make buckle mistakes, yeah. I don't need for fee by you or even wear designers clothes, yeah. We not get the same ear and we call on also the same, yeah. Me no say I find but I know they show off. Child of God, now you make her the blood. When I wait in a Sabina, I go make her be somebody. So if you respect me, protect me and not push me in the street. In the sense where we need for make we get we well body We life skills For make we be better somebody That's now we life skills And for make we do the right thing thing